0: what's up y'all welcome to the gym podcast this is your host gweezy11 and i got my boy ron right here um what's up ron how you What's doing? up man how you doing good bro um we've uh we've known each other for a while bro and it's been one of those uh cool ass friendships i'll start off with that just because there's a lot of people that i meet and we don't click right away and I know at a previous job, you just kind of took me under your wing. And I don't, I don't know, maybe we can get into it. Maybe what you saw in me or not most, most people aren't like that. Most people kind of, I don't know, shy away from shit like that. But for you, I think, I don't know. What, what, do, you, what, what do you think, man? Well, I, I, uh,
1: I really like teaching people. And one of the things that I really thought was cool about you that I noticed right off the bat is that you were coachable. And um, you like shoes yeah real similar interest in me yeah, yeah you you're like very serious, but you definitely know how to like be friendly and serious at the same time, and I think a lot of people they are either like black and white full serious or just too goofy, and I think me like I have my moments where I'm definitely like serious, but me and you, I feel like click on like both those levels of like serious and like goofiness at the same time
0: yeah, I appreciate it, man. Uh, I don't know if I ever told you that, but if um if you don't know me and Ron. Um, when did I fucking start? I think it was January of 2017. That's when I started in, yeah. at, at Apple and yeah, we, uh, had to do training for about two weeks and like, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know, just a break room, I guess, of just all the morals and fun, uh, fundamentals or just everything about Apple, I should say. But after that, we went into training two two weeks, like, I guess, reverse shadowing, shadowing other people. And yeah, I'm pretty sure. Is that me? I think that's you. Oh shit, Caesar! If you're watching right now, I'm gonna have to decline, bro. But um, man, I forgot what I was talking about. Well, uh, so starting the whole at Apple, Apple tra- training process. So uh, yeah, starting at Apple, and then after that, uh, of course, you get you get um, thrown into not thrown into the wild, but you're kind of prepared for that. And then um, yeah, we just became friends. I mean, I remember the first. Um, kind of meeting that we had at apple it's kind of a big one everybody was there Me, you just clicked and yeah history from there obviously um you got dustin uh he, he was been friends with you for a while so we connected right away too as well and then johnny johnny boy johnny boy yeah yes sir he's um yeah man what a time do you think working at apple has kind of prepared you for what you went into what you're into right now Yeah, definitely. So Apple taught me like a lot of things. Uh, One, being able to
1: like talk to people in a professional manner, uh, preparing me for those professional conversations, businesses. Um, Having like a like kind of like really focusing on your environment and how your environment shapes and creates you versus, oh, well, let me just go do something like, no, you have to like look all like the full picture and see like. Okay, well, am I really like benefiting from this? They kind of really do teach you that insight to like kind of look outside. Um, but yeah, Apple definitely sh- I would say had a super profound impact on me, yeah. especially with my career moving forward.
0: That's good, man. For me too. I I remember, I think I honestly I don't even know if, if I've told this to anybody, but I think when I got like the official hiring of of Apple, I don't know. I felt like it was just at that point in time in my life, what was happening? I was like, fuck, I made it. But it was nowhere near like the financial, like the amount of money I was making. Like, well, now, like the amount of money I was making then is nowhere near now. um, Just I don't know. I just I wouldn't now would think back. Yeah, it was cool. Um, It taught me a lot of things. I met a lot of cool people. But um, definitely wasn't. No, it's uh, not the end all be all. But that's what I thought, though. And it's, uh, I guess, I don't know, maybe it was where it, where it came from or the shit I've been through or I don't know. But it was just like, oh, fuck. Like, I, I get this type of, um. I, I think for me, when when I looked at Apple, it was just like, they're on a hierarchy. Yeah, like luxurious. And, yeah, it looks very, very, very lux- luxurious. And when I got to work with you and everybody else, it was just like, fuck, they're regular ass people. I don't know. It's kind of like, like the way we look at uh, celebrities. Yeah, that's the way I looked at it, but now I'm just like, fuck, they're just regularized people. They do regularized things. They, yeah. um, I mean, I don't know. It's just it's it's weird that I thought that way. I think I think they do a really good
1: good job at, I wouldn't say brainwashing because that's kind of like a negative word, but yeah. they definitely have the environment to harbor those type of thoughts, and I think it's not necessarily a bad thing because I think it definitely brings up people. Puts their standards higher for themselves because they see, oh, I'm working for this company. Yeah. Um, but I was that exact same way, thought the same thing. I was like, dude, this is Apple. This is badass. Yeah. yeah. I'm chilling. You know what I mean? And I don't know. It's just once you like kind of like, again, look out from the outside, they, they, and they, and they tell you that too. They tell you like, hey, like Apple could be it for you or this could be a stepping stone. Yeah. And I think that all ties back into like what they teach you, which is looking out from the outside.
0: And once you just take notice, you take what you have and then you leave with it. I didn't, I didn't figure that out to the end, to the very, very end. Yeah. Um, and it's, um, I mean, granted, I left in a not normal way, but it was, <laughs> I'll I, 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 I put, put it to you like that. I mean, me, Ron, and other few other people know what, what happened, but they, um, yeah, they they definitely set you up. And I, I remember having a conversation with uh, with Rick and he was just like, uh, I mean, he was the kind of the person that um, that kind of handled everything when I when I left Apple. So he was just—he told me straight up—he was like, "Hey, man, this can either kind of push you in a way that's um, that most people don't get. Because I mean, you had a look; you basically had an opportunity to work here, and you can basically use everything that you learned and put it to towards something that you really want to do, or you can uh, be sad, be mad, be whatever reason, and not do what you want to do." So. That kind of just, I mean, obviously, it took me a while to kind of get in the the mindset of fuck. I I need to. I I, I always just that I wanted to, I guess, better myself, and then also to not to make the mistake I just made, and then um, again, learn what I use from what they taught me and put it to what I'm doing right now. But I think when I when I look back at kind of what it taught me, I think for sure communication because. Growing up, I definitely, I don't know. I guess the way, way to put it is shy. I was definitely shy. I was, uh, I don't know, what's the word? You're, you're a little timid. But I would say you're not
1: like, when, you, when your presence on the floor was, you weren't like to yourself, but you weren't, like you were to yourself, but yeah. you didn't like have this like huge aura of yeah. like outgoingness. Yeah, yeah. But I, I know once you talk to people, that definitely like shows
0: differently. Yeah, I knew, I knew it was always there. And I knew I always wanted to communicate with people. Just because I felt like myself like, like I don't want to talk to people, you know what I'm saying like I know I just I, you just for me, I just knew, and that really brought myself that really brought me out because towards the end, I know um we had me and Joe had sat down and um I forgot what their call where you speak in front in the morning where you speak yeah, okay, the downloads, but um. Oh, OK. Yeah, that's probably it. That's what I was thinking about. But um, oh, uh, kudos when you give. Kudos oh, yeah, to somebody. yeah. Yeah. So every, me and Joe sat down a couple, I don't know, a couple months before I had left. And he was just like, hey, if you really want to step up your game and kind of um, level up here at Apple, you're going to have to speak up. You're going to have to. Um, yeah. Public speaking. You're going to have to do that in front of people. And at first I was just like, fuck, man, do I really have to do like, <laughs> is it, is it worth it? You know what I'm saying? Do I, like, yeah. I thought, do I really, is this really worth my time being here? Is this really worth me looking like a dumb, like that's how, looking like a dumbass. That's how I felt. And shit, it helped, bro. Like it helped. It really did help. It's, um, you use it every day in life. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you've, were you, I don't think you were actual like timid or anything like that. I don't no, think I would definitely not say I
1: was a timid person. I would, I would speak out, but I would definitely say. That even when we would have those downloads and I would have to speak, even though I like work with those guys every day, I would still get like kind of nervous. Yeah. I think it's just that amount of pressure and like focus directly on you. It kind of makes
0: you feel a little uneasy. If um, obviously you don't work at Apple, but downloads are basically you just a a morning meeting or yeah, morning, mostly in the morning. Yeah, it's pretty much like a briefing to get you ready for like the whole day. Yeah, pretty much it. And then the kudos is basically just giving someone recognition um or whatever the fuck they did you know what i mean Uh, just recognition to um yeah show that you care i guess but what um how do you think i guess this kind of translates into what we're going to talk about because we of course we have some topics we're going to talk about but how do you think um fuck we'll go straight into it how do you think technology has changed over the shit the last 10 years bro the technology it's
1: it's everywhere now it used Technology wasn't like an ultimate consumer product. Yeah. But now it's in like everything that we consume. Like you buy a TV, but you're going to buy a smart TV that's connected to the internet to access your services like Amazon Prime, Netflix. Um, You're communicating with people like a lot more broader now. You can now talk to 11, 10, 50,000, a million people all at once from your phone for free. For free. For free. You used to have to pay millions of dollars for airtime either on a radio or on a TV show. And now you don't have to do that at all. So um, it's changed a lot. And my personal opinion is that it's given more power to the people. Because now average Joes can make something out of nothing uh, just by using the technology
0: that they would have been using either. I think that's where influencers influencers come in. Um, Well, that's, uh, I I guess, a prime example because... Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, about 10 years ago, there was, I guess this wasn't a thing, but now you got actual kids talking about, "Oh, I want to be a YouTube star. Yeah. I want to be, um, Instagram famous. And it's, uh, it's weird that it's, you, you're, they're basically looking at it as, I don't know, like a a job, a career. And it's, it is weird to think about that now, because like I said, it wasn't, that wasn't even. That was not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a thing barely uh a, a weird
1: example but i think a prime example of seeing like influencers is definitely kim kardashian okay she uses technology to stream her video at one point in time but that's the reason why like she's famous now mm-hmm. so she's like a like a primal version of like what influencers
0: are today i can see that and you know what's crazy most people don't know about that video well i mean <laughs> not <laughs> Like us, we do, but I would yeah. think like maybe about 15 and under. Yeah, she's
1: she's definitely now famous for like other stuff. Yeah. Um, but I mean, no one knew who she was other than being like Paris Hilton's assistant. So, I mean, she used the internet to gain fame mm-hmm. and that's all it took, you know. But now you could be like a millionaire. You can make tons of money. Like you could do pretty much anything you wanted to like create, do prototyping. You could be a one man business. Yeah. You don't have to have an office. You don't have to have a
0: team. You do it all from your phone, and that's what I've uh, I've seen over the over the last two years. Because I've always wanted to do something um, online. Um, well, since I, I left Apple, I knew it was always going to be online, just because the way the way they um, the way they're shifting everything, the way the the concept of Apple and the way the way they're um, kind of just integrating everything into their their systems. It's um, it's very very they're they're distinguished as, as what they're doing, but. You want to, for me, I implement it towards like my business or whatever, but I always knew it was going to be somewhere and it's just growing. It's, it's crazy to think about. It's just going to keep going at a, at a crazy rate. Mm-hmm. Um, you got things that are like profitable. I've got e-commerce that can make you a shitload of money. You got, um, uh, marketing. Yeah. Marketing. Uh, you got, uh, drop shipping. You got, um, there's another one called it's, it's Amazon where they oh affiliate programs yeah that too. Um, just so much things that you can make money off on the internet. Where like I said, ten years ago that wasn't even wasn't even thought about. It was like you're really going to get your life into uh, this career. It was like frowned upon, I guess. Like well, it was. A-
1: it the, the, there wasn't as many outlets because there wasn't as big as tech companies as there are today on the online world at least. Because yeah, yeah. you had like the big like dot com boom. And a ton of companies went under because of that, that like put all their monies on the internet when they first started. Um, And then you you had people that would make websites, but the only way they were getting paid, because they didn't really have like a a whole lot of services they could offer at the time, the only way they could get paid is through advertising. So people would create a a website that brings in a lot of traffic. Mm -hmm. Then you'd hit Google ads and then you'd put the ads on your site. Someone clicked on them. Or if uh, someone made a purchase, your website would then get paid. But other than that, there was almost like no money unless you were doing like an online product.
0: So if someone had an informational based system, an informational based website, they're pretty much were not. Um... They're running they're, a very, a very perfect example is Wiki.
1: Okay, Wikipedia. Yeah. So, I mean, they don't make any money. They have no ads and that's why they rely on donations every
0: year. I see, I've seen that, that shit, bro. Like when you click on it and. Um... I think the first thing that pops up is like, would you like to make a donation? This is how yeah. we, we make everything. Uh, yeah. That's
1: just. But it's all for like your convenience to like see no ads and just have like that one thing on there. Yeah.
0: I feel like it's, um, you think, well, how do I say this? What do you think is going to be like in the future? Like, do you think anything else is going to come up from what you see now? Or like, do you think anything is going to be like, I don't know. In a transition like as far as drop shipping and e commerce like what else do you think is gonna be on actual online so I don't know exactly what will happen, but I
1: do know that the tech companies that are in power right now are gonna have leaps of like innovation. They now have more money than a majority of the companies out there they're gonna have enough money for r and d they're gonna have enough uh money to like put out these new innovative products and not have to worry about as much losses yeah um you could expect a big push in a r so uh AR is augmented reality, which is essentially using a device to showcase something on the physical world. So you could even do AR stuff on your iPhone right now. Yeah. Uh, you'll see that being deployed like more commercially. So you'll have companies that don't have to put down as much like money into like office stuff. Uh, they could just use their phone to communicate like these complex situations, like being able to see like a graph on the table Yeah, and it's not even there. But you normally would have to purchase this and now you're not going to have to do that. Uh, virtual reality is going to be big. I talked to Sean White of R and D at Mozilla. Okay. uh, Back at Apple back in the day. Um, and they told me they were really pushing, um, VR, but in the browser. So you could expect things like VR chat rooms, which is already kind of a thing, but I mean, eventually you're going to do that within your browser, which is totally different than running an application.
0: Um, remind me, I remember you telling me, but what, Remind me of that guy you just said? His name's Sean White. Yeah, but what is he? He's a research and development of Mozilla Firefox. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought he, was, he was the owner, but he's nah. kind of. He's been there. He's been in the world for like a long time. remember you talking about it. Um, you said that he's kind of working out at a what, Silicon Valley, right? Or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Big time, man. That's crazy. How did you even get in touch with this dude?
1: Uh, so I met him through an interaction at Apple. He was, I was helping out his mom. And then um, he just started asking, like, kind of tech stuff. Yeah. Threw out a few things that only like tech guys would know. Hand me his card and... That was it? That was it. He told me if any time I'm in California just to hit him up. So I have his card just chilling if I ever happen to be in the area. (laughs) Damn. You think he... Yeah, he has to still work there, right? Yeah. I mean, if not, like he's he's definitely a guy that's been in like the browser space since like the 90s. So I don't think he's going to move any industry later. Uh, But Mozilla Firefox as a company is a great one. I don't think he would leave it. What do you, what do you use mostly? Is that the browser you use or? So, um, as a tech guy, I'm supposed to be using Firefox, yeah. but I do use Google Chrome because of the, the uh, inspector console.
0: I like that better. Do they have anything like that on, uh, Firefox? Yeah. Is it, I don't know. Why do you prefer the Google over Firefox? Uh. Um, like the
1: inspect console? It's just kind of like, uh, just like preference kind of used to it already. When I started using the Inspection Console, it was on Firefox first. But until I started playing with it, it was on Google already. uh, Can you explain what uh, the Inspect Console is? Gotcha. So the Inspection Console that I'm referring to is uh, called the Developer Console. So if you right-click any website on Google Chrome, you can select the option that says Inspect. When you hit Inspect, there's going to be a window that pops up or comes through the side, and you're able to edit or adjust or even see the code that that website is running on. Yeah. So for me, what I use it for is I'm able to go in there, look at the way things are, the way they are, and I can make adjustments in real time and um, pretty much see it. It doesn't save it or change anything physically. But for me as a developer, I'm able to make see those changes happen in real
0: time. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, man, you pinned that on a dot. <laughs> it's a lot better than what I was going to explain, <laughs> so I'm glad I handed it off to you, but. It's very, very, it's a useful tool. Um, Just like you said, it's, you can uh, change the code and you can see in in real time how it affects. So it's color, I mean, font, literally anything you can think about (laughs) that changes the actual website is going to be in the inspect console. Um, But what most people, I feel like most people don't think about is the coding that comes with websites, that comes with apps, that comes with, I mean, their everyday life. I mean, literally coding within all these products that we have here and right now, like, but no one thinks about it. It's paragraphs and fucking novels of just, um, I don't know, letters. And I mean, obviously there are words and different functions and it's more complex than that. But when I first got into it, it was, um, I didn't think it was, it was complex as it, as it is, but I just thought it was like, I don't know, print hello world. And you just, yeah, 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 just just little (laughs) shit like that. But it's, there's a, a whole nother world that I, I got tapped into that makes me realize there's, there's so much technology and so much work that goes into these programs that you're using for free, like Instagram, Twitter, um, all the social media apps, of course. But that's all coding behind it. Yes. That's all. Um, I don't know what else is in tune with coding and apps. So
1: um, some of you probably won't hear a whole lot, but you're going to hear if you get into like the realm uh, is stack. Okay. And uh, essentially, stack is a bunch of different uh, frameworks, a bunch of different types of code that like work together, but they do different things. Yeah. Uh, There's a thing called a MERN stack. There's a thing called a MERN stack. There's a thing called a LAMP stack. Um, And pretty much, they're like technologies that you put together that are able to do a bunch of things. So, The large companies that you think of, like Instagram, Facebook, they all have their own types of stacks. Um, so when you're coding, uh, if you ever decide to make an app, you'll look into stacks. Uh, you'll find out if you're good at all four
0: of them or one of them. Yeah. Um, but you're definitely going to use more than one. Yeah, I've, um, I, I didn't even think about that. But that's another one that, like I said, it's just very, very complex. Um, yeah. And there's so many languages. There's so many, um, I, well, I think languages for by far is one of the kind of, but they're similar, but they're different because um, they have a lot of similarities because I, I feel like um, I'm very, very familiar with Python, um, but it kind of transitions into like Java. There's like yeah. very, very, very similar. So if you're having trouble with, um, I don't know, with coding and you're, you can just tell right off the bat, oh, this is similar to Python. Well, like for instance, if you're having trouble in, in Java, um, Nine times out of ten, it's very very similar to Python the, yeah. from my experience. But I don't know if you've ever you've ever experienced that. Or mm-hmm. as far as the stacks, because I know about them, but I'm not too familiar with them. So are they very very similar? Like when so, you go, uh, when you
1: depending on like what stack you use, there's certain aspects of the stack that are frameworks of other languages. Uh, in this case, I'm sure you heard of React. Yeah, uh, React is a form of JavaScript. Or a server-side language in that case. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you've heard of Vue. Vue.js. Uh, that's another example. Um, yeah, they are. Those are similar. So if mm-hmm. you're able to pick up JavaScript, you can definitely translate that into the other languages.
0: Yeah, it um it definitely helps out if you know multiples. Yes. Uh, m- multiple languages um, sure. and then other stacks too as well because you can. Um, I don't know. It's always good to d- diversify yourself. You can build apps. You can build websites. Um, you get code hardware, you can do a bunch of stuff. That is true. You can fucking code hardware. I didn't. Yeah, that is.
1: Fuck. That's complex, bro. Yeah. I don't even know, Yeah. Once <laughs> you get to that point, I'm lost. I don't know how they do that. I don't know. Look at that. Damn. I've never been.
0: Yeah. Your, yeah, oper, would, your
1: operating system, bro. Imagine that. Yeah. That's called a, are you familiar with assembly? No. I'm going to say no. Assembly. So you ever heard of,
0: there's like a thing called like machine language. So, oh bro, that's crazy. I can't I mean I've heard of like the op like I know about it, but I've just never like looked into it. Yeah, looked into it. Never. So, never thought about looking into it. The way languages are set up is you have low level and
1: high level. Low level is the closest languages to binary, which is zero and one. Mm-hmm. So assembly is really close to that. That is one of the hardest languages you could code in. So when you get to high level, that's when you start seeing things that are a little bit more familiar. Okay. So like when you see things like um like HTML, which is not a programming language, it's a markup language. Actually, let's use uh, like CSS. Yeah. You have words like border, mm-hmm. border radius, color. Yeah, yeah. Language, you're not even going to get any kind of like English words. So what is it? I'm going to Google it. I'm I don't really know what it simply looks like, to be honest, but you go ahead.
0: <laughs> I'm fucking interested. But if you... Um, so for websites, they pretty much... I know they use HTML, CSS, and JavaScript, but what's... Mm-hmm. Um, What's another language? Thing? they use React now?
1: they okay, use React. Vue. Um, right now, like a lot of websites are using server-side languages that allow things to update really fast. yeah um, there's things like uh, databases that work with websites. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say HTML and CSS are kind of the main ones yeah. those uh, are those are just the main languages. Um, well, they're languages right I guess you HTML gotta... is a market language okay. okay CSS is a language. okay. I'm only saying that because the tech guys would get really mad at me if they heard me say that.
0: No, I didn't. Even, <laughs> I didn't even know there was a difference. I've always, <laughs> I've always uh, kind of, I don't know, I just marked it down as a fucking language. I would have too, to be honest. So, what's the
1: difference? So, a programming language and a markup language. The only reason why I know like HTML is a markup language yeah. is because it's literally meant to style stuff within a thing. Okay. CSS, like. I really can't explain it that well to tell you the difference. No, you're good, bro. This, is all, this is all new know, to me, so... Because HTML stands for Hypertext Markup Language. Okay. CSS is Cascading Style Sheets, but I guess because markup's in the term that it's for sure that.
0: That makes sense. That's, That's the that best way for me to put it. That makes fucking sense. God damn, man. There's, um. yeah, man, it gets, uh, it gets fucking complex. And I think this is why I actually transitioned into... Um, kind of computer science and cybersecurity is just because the money that comes behind it, mm-hmm. because there's, um, if you know what you're doing and you do it very, very well, uh, typically for a long period of time, you get paid very, 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 very well. Um, I mean, sometimes right out of like a bachelor's degree in, I think cybersecurity kind of starts around maybe 80, maybe. I yeah. Honestly, I, think, above I that, think it's 90. Yeah. I think depending it's, yeah, what organization you're with. Yeah. And sometimes if you're doing like software engineering, uh well, you know if coding is in software engineering. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: You'll just be you would just be developing a different language. You'll probably be using things like Python or C. Yeah.
0: Okay. And even at that, you're um shit. I've seen people get paid well, I mean, based off the internet, I've seen people get paid like one twenty five, sometimes one fifty. Yeah. And they're just the experience they have, the amount of schooling they have, it just all comes together to when they do apply for a job, they're already prepared for whatever they're applying for. So yeah. it just comes with making money. Um, and then from there it just goes up. Like the more experience you have with that specific company, you can always transition it to a different company. And like I said, it just, the money keeps stacking up. It's yeah. crazy. You get, uh, there's a lot of money to be made in that, uh, that field. How do you, um, I don't know. How do you, do you think it's just going to keep going up?
1: Yeah, for sure. Websites as like an industry, I think I saw the stat was going to go up. Like website development was going to go up by like thirteen percent, which is a pretty high demand for like a job. Um, but you could expect people getting more invested into technology, mainly because we're coming to an era where you no longer have to code same like yeah. you used to. So, like if you were just starting out, uh, you probably see like four or six languages. It's not possible. Like learn those like immediately yeah, <laughs> but there's a lot of new services that are out there that are now allowing you to code or allow to to create these sophisticated websites without having to have any coding knowledge, and that's where I kind of consider like the, this the no code error. yeah because now you could use uh, services like Webflow, uh, you could use services like Shopify, mm-hmm. uh, Wix or Squarespace. A lot of people kind of discredit these companies because they think oh well it's just a Squarespace site, it's yeah, just a Wix site, it's just a Shopify site, um, but these are actually like big money makers. Yeah, like Sh- Shopify as a company has some of the largest companies with them: Kylie Cosmetics, Tesla, Ford. Uh, Wait. Tesla is a Shopify site. No idea. That's crazy. All right, yeah. keep going. But that goes to show these are these are multi-million-dollar companies. You know, you don't need the same type of infrastructure you would think you would need to sustain that. Yeah. It's very simple to take in a couple orders through a website and then accept them on your phone. Um,
0: I've seen, yeah, Shopify. Well, I mean, we're familiar with it. Well, yes. I mean, you actually introduced it to me and it was very, very seamless. I mean, there are some, some tricks here and there, but they definitely have a console where you can edit the code to yes. wherever you want your website, website to be. I'm um, similar to like Google um, the Google, the inspect console on, uh, yes. on Google Chrome but it's uh, yeah it's very very seamless. I know we went, when we went into um, WordPress uh-huh. it was a lot more a lot more operations oh, gosh. <laughs> a lot more operations, a lot more functions and yeah Shopify was just it's so much, for me I don't know it's, it's better. I don't, yeah I, it really I,
1: is. I totally agree. Um, as a web developer I completely got rid of WordPress cuz I just want to handle yeah. like the e-commerce side uh, Shopify is like real plug and play. Uh even if you didn't want to handle the code and you wanted to make a site look how you want to, there's a template for you to install that you don't have to like do and still be able to customize it to like a pretty far extent. Yeah.
0: Um but yeah, not doing WordPress, <laughs> not messing with PHP anymore. It's crazy. It was um I still I still remember some of the the functions and the kind of how to go about the WordPress, but yeah, it was difficult, bro. When you're talking, yeah. it was very, very difficult. That man. was a long week. <laughs> yeah, in, we fucking went into Shopify and we did that in a day. Yeah, I think it was, if anything, too. But I'm sure it was a day, like you just said, and it was so easy. I know when when we made. A, well, if you didn't know, this is the dude that kind of helped me out. Well, yeah, he did. I'll say you did. Eight. I designed the whole second drop website. <laughs> I kind of just uh, assisted in colors. Uh, no, I think you did, too. I, think I did you- the whole shop. <laughs> second job <drop> site. <laughs> no, but
1: but it, it's it's really cool, though, because he
0: witnessed me like do the whole thing. So it's like he saw how easy it was. So let me uh, let me give you some context. So I, I think I purchased the domain, like the actual website name, like the second dot com, the actual so- Shopify Um I think there was a trial going on for Mm -hmm. Shopify. I think it's three months free before they actually charge you for the monthly fee. I'm pretty sure I did that in April too. And then I don't know, just something hit me. I don't know if it was, I honestly don't remember that. I remember you hitting, I remember hitting you up and I was just like, Hey bro, like I need this website. Like I want it to be live already. Like I will do pretty much, I'll send you pictures. I'll, I'll do like, I don't know, just whatever. And, um, yeah, man, we knocked it out in like two or three days, maybe even less than that. It Eight was, hours
1: total. Yeah, it was because I remember sitting there just like cutting them out, just changing like certain borders. Like yeah. it was a pretty crazy site, but I really like loved the way it like turned out. Yeah, which was the total opposite of like what I thought it was going to look like. At
0: total first. opposite. I think what I had it was the same theme. I guess the same theme on the actual website. I think we just changed just a lot of. Um, I think the colors and the borders. Oh yeah, the just, second drop is fully coded. Yeah. It was um, it was pretty crazy to see how fast you did, it. and it's all because of the Shopify. Like mm-hmm. the way it's set up, it's very very seamless and user friendly. Whenever you want to adjust certain things, um, I think for me now, whenever I add products or whenever I want to, I don't know, change a certain section within the website, it's um, yeah, it's easy, bro. It's it's very very easy. I fucking yeah, man. I don't think I would ever transition.
1: i can't find a better platform to be honest um if you are not aware with like what shopify is it's an e-commerce platform um that's super straightforward you pretty much pay 29 dollars a month Uh, you set up your site put your products up and then you can literally download an app and you'll get an alert saying that you got to sell um that's called push notifications and that's a really really big deal because you don't want to get an email saying hey I got a sale, and you checked it two, three, four, five, six days later. Yeah, you want to know on the
0: spot, be able to initiate it. That all comes back to like I guess the customer service side of it, or I just in general just being efficient. You never want to, um, yeah, I guess you never want to have your customer feeling uh, like fuck. I gotta ship this product out. Well, I mean, let's just say you did see that email two, three days later. Um, by the time you ship it out, by the time it gets to the customer maybe a week, maybe a week and a half, sometimes two weeks. And um, I think for me, that's very, very, I don't know, unprofessional. You want to get the product out to the customer exactly. as soon as possible because then it returns to customer views, word of mouth. Um, it just goes from there. And that definitely helps your revenue, helps your website, mm-hmm. uh, just business overall. Exactly. And that's,
1: again, ties back into technology. Is just allowing you to do everything more efficient. Yeah.
0: What um I think, are you familiar with dropshipping, right? Yes. Yeah. So... Drop shipping, I don't know. You explain it. You're better at me. You're better at explaining shit than me, bro. <laughs> explain it again. <laughs> so, the you could do the coolest thing right now. And I'm sure you've heard of drop shipping. I'm sure
1: you've heard of like a bunch of people, maybe even like these weird, like fake YouTube gurus talking about it. Yeah. Um. But drop shipping simplifies pretty much like the whole online product experience. So, the way it works, let's say normally, is if I had a product, I would need one, a website. I would need a product and just to have a product, I would need to buy the product. I need to house it in my house or storage, put it somewhere and then wait to get orders and then distribute them. Go to FedEx, go to UPS, send it off. That's a long process. Very long. So what's really cool about dropshipping is I could have a website, find a manufacturer that produces a product that I like or that I want to sell. And then they will distribute it for me. So the only thing you as a business owner needs to do is you need to make a website and market it.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's these manufacturers. i I guess we go into a little depth into it. These manufacturers obviously come from China. So um, there's some US ones. So yeah, so drop shipping is a very broad thing. So
1: I didn't know that drop shipping could range from um, products from China, products from India, products from Europe including even products in the U.S. And if you do find the products that are in the U.S., you're going to get a faster turnaround time to get delivered to your customer. You're going to have that peace of mind of knowing your product is very close to you instead of overseas.
0: So with uh, with dropshipping, you just have the manufacturers send the product to the person, whoever places the order on your website. Yep. Instead of having to do the whole process you just said from getting the product, storing it in some warehouse or your house, and then shipping it out, yeah. Um they pretty much do the whole process. Um are you familiar with uh fulfillment by Amazon where they where you same similar shit mm-hmm. but you just hold your products in the Amazon warehouse yes. and they handle um yeah, pretty much the same thing as dropshipping. It is dropshipping. Yeah. That's exactly what dropshipping is. It, but it's just it's all handled through um Amazon. So whether if it's customer service, um I think returns too as well and uh, there's other shit that goes into yeah. uh, the Amazon, like Amazon business and doing the drop, drop shipping through there. But that's, um, that's the same concept, but mm. just through the Amazon website and a lot of people are doing it, man. And a lot of people are making some crazy money. I know crazy. There's, <laughs> there's, um, there's uh, I've talked about it before. And then on the last podcast, we got into a little bit of it, but not into this depth. but there's, um, shit, there's even teenagers making fucking money and, wow. Anyone can make
1: money online right now. And it's there's no there's no laws against you working online. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Definitely none. It's like I said, man, it's all too crazy, bro. It's as never would have definitely never would have thought I would be that
1: online business would be this. Yeah. It's amazing opportunity. It's equivalent to like the California gold rush, like all over again, but now it's online. Online. E commerce is going to expand
0: a lot just in like the next two, three years. If, um, if you don't know, if you're watching this right now, Ron actually, he's a web developer, but he actually has a business. Um, and yeah, he just creates websites for people. So yeah, if you want to, what's, uh, I think the biggest one, I mean, you can go ahead and say it because that, seeing that brand, cause I, I've been following ever since I left Apple cause I met, um, I forget, I think his name is uh, Mo. I don't know his, uh, real name or like his, oh Mo yeah, Mo. Mm-hmm. What's his real name? I'm a shoot. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's his real name. But ever since I met him, followed him on Twitter, saw this brand that he was working for at the time, I believe. That's when you hit me up later. I think it was like two or three months later. And I've been following the brand ever since. Had no idea it even existed before that. And just to see it from what this brand has come to. So now you're pretty familiar with the owner. You do that website too. So yeah. what's, um, yeah, man, what's, uh, what's the website called? Oh, <laughs> uh, So I think you're referring,
1: which one are you referring to? he has two well they as like a they have two as in oh, them okay. two. I don't know which one who you're uh, to. I'm talking about for the low but I oh I got it. Um, yeah yeah okay. yeah yeah okay yeah so that's uh that's for the low uh that's a really really big big uh streetwear company really really cool seeing that company like grow seeing me having like an involvement in like the online presence yeah that was really really cool to see like my work being shown to a lot of people and that actually like converting people to like
0: making purchases that, um, I remember you showing me the, the volume of sales and I'm not going to say the number cause I don't know if he's fucking watching, but, um, yeah, it's crazy. The, the, but the apparel is dope though. I like the concept behind the apparel. I like the name. Um, I think all around the, it's a dope, it's a dope brand, bro. Like it's, um. I don't know. It's, it's a very, and, and like I said, just to see from what he's came to from two years ago, literally, I know he's, um, I'm pretty sure he's been working before that, but just to see what it's come to now, I think he's getting up there, man. And I know you yeah. just, you just, uh, said something about the brand too, that, um, I don't know. I think it's a big deal. I think it's yeah. a big deal, man. What's, um, you, were you the only one that actually created the website or was there other people involved? He was the one doing everything at one point. Okay. Uh, it wasn't until
1: like, I kind of like got him into like pushing a little bit more further and like kind of helping him like achieve the vision. Um, but yeah, I'm, th- I'm pretty much like the head guy for that site.
0: That's what's up, man. And just to, like I said, I follow him on social media just to see the amount of shit he sells and the, the time, um, like it's just sometimes the shit sells in a minutes. um, I don't know if what uh, what his product inventory looks like, but like I said, it's an all around dope brand. He has a cool ass following. Um, I don't know, man. He's a cool guy. <laughs> He's honestly the perfect example of like these new guys
1: that are coming out from like the online realm. Yeah. Like his story is, he sold his last one of his pair of shoes for two hundred bucks. Took that two hundred, turned it into a clothing brand. Now he's riding around. I chilling. Nah, I've seen that, <laughs> but it just goes to show that, like, it's possible. Yeah, it's not impossible. I think w- what happens with a lot of people is they they lack the confidence to move forward, they lack the drive to move forward. Um, they're afraid to try new things. Yeah, and they have bad habits like spending money on things that don't have a
0: return. That uh, that's a very good point because I. I'm sure he's had a ton of failures. Like I'm sure within these, uh, few business, years. Yeah, yeah. Every business. And, um, it's, it's pretty crazy to see. Um, I mean, I don't know what, the, what they are specifically, but I'm sure they, he's overcome a shitload of stuff. Yeah. With your business too, creating these websites, what would you say are, I don't know, what are some struggles you think you had with between when you started the, I guess being just being an entrepreneur?
1: So, uh, one of them is definitely like kind of like, Overbiting what's possible like on the online world, like it seems also easy, yeah, yeah, but it's definitely easy to say like, "Oh, I could do it until you do it so that that's kind of hard because that's such a big world in like development, yeah um there's a reason why you see like these like million dollar companies with million dollar investors making these million dollar apps, um so one is like kind of like overlooking what i'm capable of um. Another thing, too, is, like, focusing on what I'm good at. Because, like, when you're a web developer, you kind of want to learn everything. Yeah. You really do, because you just want to make stuff. And you start learning one thing, and you're like, all right, I got it. And then you start going to learn another thing, and you got it. And, like,
0: you really don't. You think so? so? No. So, well, I can, <laughs> no, okay, okay, I'm sorry. I can see that, because there's always going to be someone better to you at, yeah. at that something. I could Okay, I can see that.
1: But it's like you just don't know what you don't know until you don't know. That was
0: fucking complex. That no, was, you know what I mean yeah. though, right? And yeah, and I, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> there's been several times since I've started this business and um, I guess just full time. And I'm yeah, it's it's crazy the amount of shit you don't know. It's crazy the amount of shit that people knew people were doing what you're doing fucking 20 years ago, but yeah. just on a not online basis, but it was still just the same type of functions. Um, whether if it's like the financial side, whether if it's the, I guess, the profit, gross margins, like everything in general. Um, yeah, there's a, always, you always got to learn different shit. And I think that's the part that, um, not, I guess, it intimidates me is just the, the legal side of it. Like, yeah, the, for sure. The legal side of the business, business, just because there's so much shit you have to worry about. Um, like even starting a business, all the paperwork, like they don't, I, I don't think I've ever, Learn that from somebody or had any role model teach me that Mm -hmm. um even the way you file taxes um that's something i had to learn too as well there's so much like i can go on and on but it's a it's it's very complicated it's not like it's not
1: easy for you to just start a business and do it like the right way
0: yeah and most people don't do it the right way no they do it all under the table (laughs) all on the table i mean it's cool like you can you can have a business like that but yeah. in order to to actually buy stuff
1: like yeah. you want an apartment, you want a car, you yeah. want the stuff that's actually going to like do stuff for you. You're going to need to like file your taxes and yeah. or something
0: for the business. Like if you wanted to, um, I'm not too sure. Um, What's a business that uses vehicles like off the top of your head? Uh, Amazon. OK, but like a, I guess like a local one, like not a local one, but uh food trucks okay yeah food trucks okay. okay so if you wanted to get into the food industry and you wanted to um purchase or lease a vehicle you have to set up a business credit you have to have that um LLC you have to have that uh, EIN number like there's certain structures how to get to purchase the vehicle under your business th- business name instead of your personal credit um yeah and there's like I said there's certain ways and there's certain advantages to doing that oh um, for sure I think more than people realize, but like I said, there's, there's a structure you have to go through. And like I said, most people don't do, most people don't do that. Um, for me, what do you, what do you think is going to be, um, like as far as, uh, right now for, are you setting anything up on your, on your like company? Like I know you're doing like websites, but do you have anything coming that's new, um, Anything that uh, you want to do or anything like that? Like, what's up? Uh, so,
1: really, what my goal is right now is kind of educating everyone on letting them know that you can make money from your phone. Like, whether it's from drop shipping, literally having a product sent from somewhere else and you're just yeah. marketing for it, uh, fitness pages, there's tons of people that are famous off their physique. And oh, yeah. if you have a physique, guess what? You have a product, which is you. And you could literally sell a PowerPoint, a PDF, a doc of your workouts, and people will buy it. They even want to know the same like food that you're eating. Um, so that's kind of like one thing I'm really focusing on, looking for like those fitness guys that they are their
0: product, yeah, and they're capable of selling it just by the way they look. I actually saw this gentleman uh, was a gentleman guy, whatever, that he was selling. I believe it was keychains, if I'm not mistaken. But he had like a, uh, I think it's called Big Cartel website. Okay, and it was very, very. um, It was basic. Yeah, those are those are like the most basic websites. Yeah, very very basic. So, I uh, this was yesterday actually, and I followed him, and um, this is something new that I'm telling you right now because just I want to see what we do, what me and you, or even you do, um, to make his website better. It's going to be pretty cool just to see what he's. what he has now. So what we can let's just say we do start working with him, what we can turn it into now. But yeah, even like I said, keychains. No one thinks about fucking keychains. Like, um, I think there they might be little knockoff keychains like Nike or stuff like that. But even even at that, he still sells them for about forty five dollars. And wow. He um I don't know how much it pays for it, but I'm sure it's somewhere around five, 10 bucks. Probably less. Yeah, probably less. You buy that stuff in,
1: you're buying that stuff in like wholesale value. Yeah. You're probably buying like 50 plus units at least.
0: Yeah. And um, that margin of profit is crazy, 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 crazy. But I don't know, that was just an off topic thing. And I just thought about it because it's cool to see that you can make, like you said, you can make money off of anything. Yeah, you you really can. What do you say are a couple of ways like other than what you just said to make money as far as uh, so other than like products? Yeah, other than products.
1: So you could, uh, you could teach people stuff. If you're good at something, you could teach someone something. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people think that they're not good teachers, uh, but all you got to do is write steps. Um, that doesn't get any more simple than that. Uh, you could do that. Uh, if you are not aware of Amazon Affiliates, or it's actually known as Amazon Associates, but it's the Amazon Affiliate Program. Yeah. And what's really cool about it is you could sign up for free And all you do is send Amazon links to people. If they buy the product within 24 to 48 hours, you get a commission. So we'll think of a common scenario, which I'm sure friends ask you all the time. Oh, I'm looking for this. Do you know where I can find this? Blah, blah, blah. And guess what? Send them your link. You just came up on probably like two or three bucks. Not Not a whole lot, but you could build websites
0: off that same principle. And it's uh, a lot of YouTubers have it in um, mm-hmm. their actual um, like YouTube videos, and I guess their description. Yeah, shit. Now that um, yeah, I should probably have it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> if you don't have an affiliate program and you're an influencer, you need one. You need to find a product that you like a lot, that you use a lot, and Amazon handles the rest.
0: You don't have to worry about it. You know what I've seen that's come up uh, lately? How to? Um, I guess it's not a product, but just teaching is how to cook. <laughs> like yeah. there's a uh, there's a lot of people. Um, just like on TikTok, I think mostly on TikTok, but just how to make certain recipes. And I think when they, you get a visual, more people are in tuned and more people are going to be mm-hmm. engaged. Um, but that's, yeah, that's definitely something that's been, I guess, very, very popular that I didn't see coming. Did you start looking it up or what? What do you mean? Start looking up cooking? Uh, no, I don't think so. Cause I, I cook, like, I, I guess I know how to cook. I don't, I don't go out of my way to cook with their cooking, like yeah. a certain.
1: They're like, "Yo, look at this freaking super s'mores It's like yeah. forty marshmallows, yeah, some <laughs> some
0: crazy ass shit like that." Like, I just I keep it very basic, so I don't think it's, it's plus. It takes I feel like it takes too much time, but the way they perceive it as, or the way they put out the the information, their their content is, fuck, you can do it like in five minutes. But I don't think it takes that long. But yeah, I, I know, do. honestly, I've I've done
1: like those kind of recipes. Yeah, they are never as straightforward. It's always so, something. It's like it's watching like, a car repair video. Oh. You're like, oh, here, you, can, you just need to take this off. And you're trying to take off that
0: one piece. Like a whole bumper. You're like, off. yeah, you're freaking sweating already. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That's something that's become very, very popular that I've seen that was just like, fuck, that's, um, that's another way you can teach people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, let's just say if you had um a tiktok following and you did the the cooking videos you can basically just have a pdf with um i don't know some recipes within whatever you're fucking showing in that content literally yeah and that's your selling product i don't know uh, let's just say it's 25 30 bucks like yeah and that, just, and that's
1: what we call scale, a scalable product meaning that you don't have to trade in your time to make more sales yeah. like you could literally make 100 sales in an hour
0: and nothing would have changed yeah i know um What's his name? Um, Vic. He's been doing that too. Like I've seen where he's released um, just content for stocks, content for, um, yes. there's another one that he, uh, I guess, scaling your business or marketing your business uh, yeah. to be exact. So that's, that's just another stream of, of income that you can get based off what you already know, like might as well make more money off of what you know yeah. and what you already have. It's it's funny because people people are doing it every
1: day, like but they're institutions yeah. and people don't mimic them. So like school is a perfect example. Like you're paying for someone to teach you yeah. and talk to you, but you you have it all available to you on
0: your phone on your computer. I gotcha. What um let's just say someone does have a website, um but they're struggling to kind of get sales or I guess market themselves. What are what what do you say are a few ways to kind of Either get that revenue coming, get that revenue coming in, get people attracted to your website, or um, yeah, just a few ways, I guess, to grow the actual business.
1: So the the number one thing you want to build is your clients' is trust. Even if you have like an amazing product, if they don't trust you off of face value, yeah, they are not going to buy. You're going to have a lot of traffic, but if they don't trust your brand, they're not going to buy regardless. So trusting your brand for one is a big big one. Uh, two, traffic. People build websites and they think, oh, well, I'm just going to leave this here. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you threw a party and you didn't tell anyone to come through, no yeah. one's going to come through. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, trust, uh, advertisements, paid advertisements. You could use Facebook ads. You could use Google ads. Yeah. You could use Instagram ads. Um, that and, and the last thing is just having a good product. You don't want a crappy one because if you do i mean they're gonna return it mm-hmm. you're gonna get these things called chargebacks which are nasty gonna make you lose money um but i think those four things are like the formula for a successful website trust advertisement
0: product i've always um i don't know if this was always me or I, someone taught me but i've as long as people like you they're gonna i think you might have said some shit like that i don't know But yeah, as long as people like you, they're going to, and you have a product to sell, they're going to buy it. Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, there's other shit that goes along with that, but most of the time they, um, they're going to purchase a product you have to sell.
1: And that's what Vic does really well is he has a following based off him and people like him.
0: Yeah. You know, it's great. I've noticed that too, because, um, I don't know. I just always do a lot of, I guess just looking around and I get, I don't know if it's called research, but. He has more followers on his um, his personal versus his uh, actual for the low Twitter mm-hmm. account. But he gets more interactions with his personal versus the like official one. Yeah. And that's just goes back to what you said. More people are in tune with who he is as a person um, and they just like who he is. You the know? fact that we're talking about him says it all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we're not we're not talking about his company by yeah. itself. Yeah, yeah. It's. Yeah, man, he's um. He's doing it right. And like, that's something, that's something I learned. And that's something that I, that's something I started doing too, because I wouldn't post uh, this podcast on actual Twitter. Uh, I would do it every so often, but it was very, very minimum. And uh, once I saw him do that, I noticed that he was, um, yeah, he was getting very, very, well, not very, but a lot of interactions with people that uh, knew him, followed him, um, even if it was just a simple question like "like this photo," if you like these shorts or like this photo, or reply your size to a to a hoodie that you that you want, and bro, it'd be like fucking fifty, hundred comments, and I'm just yeah. like, or where I think on the flip side, where if he did it with the um, actual for the low account, I don't think you would get as many interactions. But yeah. people like, especially now,
1: where I think America is kind of like almost like anti companies yeah. to a certain extent, like they they don't trust companies as much as they used to they trust just uh that's why you see people like going all over influencers yeah because there are people that you can finally relate to they're one person yeah that's true they're not like this
0: invisible figure like as before it was just this celebrity that um you didn't know their background you didn't know what they've been through uh-huh. but when you turn to somebody like that you can have i don't know shit maybe they have everything they've been through documented on a on their instagram like picture by picture or mm-hmm. Um, you build a yeah, relation yeah 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 you definitely build a relation i could see that it's um i think it's all when it comes to um documenting yourself you definitely want to um i don't know i feel like you always have to give back to people yeah, yeah. so what i mean by giving back to people is show love to the people that always show love to to you in general and that can be in just general. Like any way possible, yeah. just literally like even a like to or like for a tweet or a reply, but just showing that interaction between you and the customer can go um, and go a long way. That uh, most people don't know because I've seen several brands um, where they have people under their post or people under their tweet not reply or not even just show that they're being noticed that that person's being noticed and. Um, I'm sure it has some type of effect on what they're selling or who they are as a person, but I mean that's just uh, my uh, two cents in it. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I I honestly message some brands just to see if I get a
1: response, um, especially brands I like. And like when I do get a response, it definitely uh, shows me kind of like a different respect for them and how they see their customers.
0: Teaches you a lot, man. Yeah, I've learned that too. Teaches you a lot, but fuck, man, um, customers are everything. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't, um, you don't take care of them; they won't take care of you. Definitely, that I, I I roll with that. But what um, I think I asked you before. What uh, I'll ask you again. Any future plans with the websites, uh, web developing, or anything like that?
1: Uh, Other than
0: what you told me, <laughs>
1: there's going to be some like new coding stuff, but okay. we'll probably get into like apps later. Nice man. So that's probably going to be like the next big push to getting into that. And I don't know if y'all know, but y'all can literally make websites that are apps that makes sense amazon as an yeah. app is one of those examples um but you don't need to know like i mean you do need to know like app coding languages but yeah. they're not as hard as you think they are to me
0: it's um yeah it's very very e- well easier i should say yeah to, it's easier than ever to make a make a mobile app and i think having a mobile app for your business for your products for um whatever you're doing it's um um i don't know if you know the percentage but there's i think there's more more people on uh, mobile devices than Actual, I guess. Oh, yeah, uh, regular websites. Yeah, people don't get on
1: laptops and I mean they still get on tablets, but they don't get on laptops and desktops as much as they used to. Yeah,
0: just because everything is is accessible on um, this like mobile device. But exactly, I can see. Um, well, shit, man, that's uh, that's very exciting. Hopefully, I can um, dabble in some apps shit with you because I've always wanted. to, I mean, I know, uh, like I've I've seen some some apps being created, but yeah. I, w- I would want to definitely see the way you do it because the structure you have around the business, uh, the way you run shit, it's... Um, I admire it, bro. Thanks, man. I admire it. But, uh, but um, any last piece of advice or anything like that or anything you want to fucking say on this podcast before we end it, bro? If y'all watch this all the way towards the end,
1: yeah, start doing something online now. I'm telling you, in five years, I mean, there's going to be a lot of like Spread like spread apart for everyone. Yeah. But if you start now in five years, you could be making like six figures, no problem. That's no guru stuff. That is the truth.
0: Yeah. And just to uh I think for me, and I'll end it with this. Um, a lot of people ask me like what's your passion and or what should I do? Or and I always tell them, well, several people, I don't tell everybody, but I think I will say this for um whoever's watching. If or just the question is what's your passion? Um, so I'll ask you, like, what are you like what is your passion? And that thing you just talked that you just thought about right now that you thought was too um like it takes too much work, it's uh it's not possible, it's uh just all these doubts in your head. That's your passion. That's literally your passion because that's the way I used to think about it. And I used to th- think about the way I would run this business that I have now. And I always thought it was too hard to do. I never had the time to do it. Um, it took too much money, but it turned out simple. So definitely, definitely start your passion. But, um, yeah, man, this is, uh, this is a good show, bro. I appreciate you coming down, man. Thank you. Um, if you, um, if you want to get in touch with Ron, I don't know if you want to plug him on your, um, your fucking Instagram handles or Twitter or anything like that or your website. Yeah. I know you have a website too. So y'all could visit
1: washmedia.net. Y'all could check out some stuff. There's some of my recent work on there. Y'all could even check out for the load directly there. Uh if you want to contact me or talk to me, you could do through the website or you could hit me up on
0: Instagram at, at Ron MRTZ. Yes, sir. Um again, if you need any websites um for your business, anything at all, hit my guy up, hit my guy up. He's um He's a one of a kind, you know, you know exactly what the fuck you're doing, but I appreciate you tuning in. If you're looking right now on YouTube, what's up, what's up, what's up. But that is, uh, that's going to c- conclude our uh, podcast here. This is the gym podcast. Uh, this is your host G 11 until next time.